I would expect you, if you were going to murder me, to dress up for the occasion as well, you know? So. Oh, I'll dress up for the occasion. Don't worry. <laughs> Here, drink this tea I brought for no apparent reason. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Art of Costume Podcast. I'm Melissa Joy Glass. And I'm your resident village creeper, Spencer Van Tassel. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, village creeper. <laughs> How are you? How is spooky season treating you? Spooky season's treating me well, mostly because I just saw the Taylor Swift concert movie last night. <laughs> that so is that spooky. Was, that was great. But then we went to like this british pub oh that was a little bit spooky all right but also far too loud because they had live music and like the size of this place could have fit into our apartment (laughs) 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 what that we shared back in the day it was so tiny wait i have a question though how the taylor swift concert in theaters cannot have been very quiet i mean was everyone singing and dancing uh, not as much as I had hoped for. Oh. Um, Come on, Swifties. <laughs> Elizabeth was looking for an experience. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like there were, um, there were a lot of like little kids in the uh-huh. theater okay. who did at points like, to- like fully break out into song and that those parts <laughs> were good. But, um, <laughs> I was sat next to a very angsty teen. All right. <laughs> Who, like, spent the majority of the movie, like, curled up into a ball on their seat. Oh, all right. So, (laughs) so that was interesting. And, like, the theater had, like, Taylor Swift-themed cocktails. Okay. So I got, they had one called the Lavender Craze. All right. So I got that. I'm sitting up now. (laughs) Very good. Very good. If you go to a Regal with a bar... Excellent choice. Those movie theater bars, man, they know how to how to serve it up. They do. And my bartender was so nice. They like they didn't take long to make my drink at all, but they handed it to me and they're like, sorry, it took me so long. It's my first day. And I was like, not at all. Don't worry about it. Also, I gotta say, probably um, not the best first day if it's when the Taylor Swift movie comes out. Yeah, That's I, I felt up. bad. <laughs> felt bad for them. Um, <laughs> but I had this, and the team I was sitting next to, their mom was like, "Ooh, that looks good. Like, what is it?" And I was like, "Oh, it's the lavender craze." Da, da, mm. da. And you know, when you're a teenager and your parents like interact with strangers, yeah, you're like, "Don't talk to them." <laughs> Like this kid totally had one of those moments and I was like, ah, to be a teenager again. (laughs) Wait, but you brought your mom too, right? Did you? I did. (laughs) Because your mom's a big Swifty also. uh, Yeah. (laughs) She had a great time. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me happy to hear. (laughs) Yeah, it was so much fun. Oh, man, that's so fun. I'm jealous. Um, I haven't, you know, I've just been at home watching spooky movies um, you know, watch what we're about to talk about. I'm going to mm-hmm. the graveyard tonight to watch another spooky movie. Ooh, so what movie? You know, I don't even know. It's <laughs> something our friend sent to us. It's like definitely like a low budget horror movie. Um, but you know, whatever. Who are you going with? 
I'll tell you after. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Our friends. <laughs> I'm mm, interesting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to be in the cemetery watching spooky Fun. movie, probably drinking spooky drinks. So, you know, that's what the season's all about. It is. I'm also really annoyed. I never did that while I was living in Los Angeles. I feel like I missed it's, something. It's only really gotten big like the past two or three years, I would say. So um, mm. next time we come out, I mean, they do it year round now. So yeah, um, next, next time, yeah. next time we come out, movies are just better in a cemetery. <laughs> and speaking of, I could think of a really cool movie. I wish I could watch in a cemetery. It is <laughs> Sleepy Hollow, Elizabeth. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be a perfect graveyard movie. I know. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. I love this movie. I can't believe I've never seen it. Neither can I, because it's very you. It's very, that's all I kept thinking about the entire time. Even the cast, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. like I love all these people, love the costumes. I think Johnny Depp is fantastic in it. It's just all, this whole movie was so good. It's like, honestly, I think this is one of his best roles. I think it's like Captain Jack Sparrow and then <laughs> Ichabod Crane. Personally, that's just me. But... <laughs> It's funny you say that because I felt like Johnny Depp was getting into the Captain Jack Sparrow mannerisms a little bit. Like this feels like early kind of working out the Jack Sparrow mannerisms. Yeah. Well, because this came out in 99 and Pirates of the Caribbean came out in like 01. That's that's probably. I don't know for sure, but that sounds right. Something like early, (laughs) early 2000s. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, he's working it out and it just, it works really well. Uh, oh man, this was great. And the costumes, I can't wait to talk about them. There were so many Ooh. good ones. So excited. So excited. Spencer, give us the summary. All right. As detective inspector Ichabod Crane struggles to bring science to a superstitious world, he is sent to investigate a string of mysterious murders in the town of Sleepy Hollow, Challenging his worldview and uncovering memories he'd forgotten. And that is Sleepy Hollow. That is Sleepy Hollow. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's streamable somewhere. I honestly don't remember where. Um, um, I think it was Max. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. This just strikes me as such like a Disney movie, even though it's very much not. <laughs> it's very much not, but I believe I watched it on Max. <laughs> anyway go watch it it's a lot a lot of fun uh and going behind the wardrobe we have director tim burton yes and costume designer colleen atwood the goat the goat yes (laughs) and you'll know her work from edward scissorhands silence of the lambs mars attacks little women from 1994, for which she got her first Oscar nomination, Big Fish, and Memoirs of a Geisha. She got her second Oscar win, My Chemical Romances, Welcome to the Black Parade music video. <laughs> so it is a notable work of I her, know, Spencer. No, it's funny that we always make sure to include that every time we talk about Colleen. <laughs> that is a cultural touchstone. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. Okay. And you just laugh every single time I bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> Sweetie Todd, Alice in Wonderland, another Oscar win, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, for which she got another Oscar win. And today, 
we have watched, obviously, Sleepy Hollow, which is one of her many Oscar nominations. Very well deserved. She kills it. Um, I, and I love the costumes in this movie because they really take... It's interesting. They take almost like a back seat where we've talked about this before. Sometimes great costume design kind of uh, blends into the world where you just feel really immersed in it. And I feel like these mm-hmm. costumes are just very immersive. But then <laughs> Colleen does this genius thing where when the costumes need to have their moment, though, she really packs a punch. And there's a few specific costumes I could think of that you see them and you're like, oh, uh oh, like Colleen Atwood's here. <laughs> They really do. And it's like the overall look of the film is so flawless. Like everyone worked together so perfectly. Like they got like multiple nominations and wins across like a ton of different awards Mm -hmm. specifically for like the cinematography, the set design, just because it all works so wonderfully. Yeah. And she hasn't talked too much for Sleepy Hollow, uh, but she did do... A interview with Hello Giggles a little while ago uh, where she did talk about Sleepy Hollow and working with Tim Burton. Uh, First, uh, she was asked if she was nostalgic for like any of the work she'd done. Hmm. And Colleen said to Hello Giggles, it's funny. There's a movie I did a long time ago called Sleepy Hollow that I did with Tim Burton and I hadn't seen it for years. It was recently on television And I watched it and I thought, I had such a nice time making all those costumes. I did a lot of painting and things I hadn't done before while costuming for that movie. I guess Sleepy Hollow would be a current nostalgic one for me. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Imagine watching on TV like, oh, man, I did this movie. Like, that's so cool. (laughs) Just like be able to like look at everything on the screen and be like, Oh, I remember that fitting. I remember when we couldn't get this to work and like that was the solution we came up with. Right. (laughs) Uh, I just had a good idea, Spencer. Hmm. Daniel, cut this out. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) Daniel, cut that out. We don't need certain people stealing our ideas. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, but that's, it's just so nice. And I also love how she talks about her collaboration with Tim Burton. Uh, She said to Hello Giggles, there's a certain kind of freedom working with Tim because he's the guy that lets everybody go crazy. He's really appreciative of what other people do. So you always want to do something special for him. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And she also uh, talked a little bit more about how she's like, yeah, he lets everybody like come to him with like their ideas. It's like, yes, he has a very like specific vision and aesthetic, but he's also like, okay, like, what do you have for me? Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, that's the beauty of filmmaking. And it's like, that's why you can't have AI make movies. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love that too, because we've talked about Tim Burton specifically a lot on this podcast now. You know, we just had. Aggie Rogers on the podcast and she said you would think like movies like Beetlejuice and Sleepy Hollow and you know Pee-wee's Big Adventure and Mars Attacks that he has a very specific vision which he does but he has so much trust for the people that he works with like Colleen Atwood and Aggie Rogers who he would 
come to them with these, you know, ideas and they would still run wild with it and still be within the vision of Tim Burton. And when I interviewed Colleen Atwood about Wednesday earlier this year, which was insane and you could all listen to it, you could feel in the way that she talked like, yeah, this was Tim Burton was on that project and still it was like, this is, I want you to do what you do best, Colleen Atwood, which is being Colleen Atwood. And yeah, they just all work so well together. And if, you know, I definitely want Colleen on a podcast again, especially when Beetlejuice 2 comes out. We got to ask her some Sleepy Hollow questions. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> We're coming for you, Colleen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but before we dive into Sleepy Hollow, let's take a little break. Let's do it. I need to go check on my horse before he jumps into any trees. So I'm I'm sure you do. That's a big concern out in out in California. Lots yeah. of bushes and trees to jump into. <laughs> Costumes. So let's just dive into it. Uh, starting with our main guy. Yes, I saw this. I saw Johnny Depp as Ichabod Crane, and I was like, this just gives me Spencer energy. <laughs> <laughs> like, all black, very sleek, very simple, but like a bold statement. You know what? I was, I was kind of thinking the same thing, but I was like, I dare not say this about myself. Because <laughs> me, I'm like, mm, this is giving very Spencer energy, talking about, at this time, one of the world's most popular actors of the time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. Ichabod uh, Crane is like, he's kind of goth, but he's also like, in a way, is very shy and not too... He's not too into himself. Uh, so it's very kind of no. understated, but still very put together in a way. Yeah, he's definitely, he does not have a lot of social skills. He's <laughs> definitely very introverted, but he's also somebody who's very serious about the work that he does. Yeah. And nobody takes him seriously. So I feel like he feels the need to dress very just like starkly, no nonsense. Because especially at the time, like, it this is supposed to be what like 1799 or something yeah yeah so at the time like even in men's fashion it was like a lot of pattern color frills like and he's got none of that yeah his boots are the only thing with color <laughs> right which is interesting too you would think this would be a challenge uh i think we talked about this actually when we did sweeney todd it's a very mm -hmm. dark like film like literally it's very dark and it's always cloudy. And <laughs> so for him to wear all black, you would think that'd be like a challenge. How do we get him to stand out? And yeah. they do it with the way they like to like the piping and the lining, just like very little notes that help him pop out in the environment. And it really works. And one thing I like about this, there's a lot of like still shots of like the costumes on mannequins. Mm hmm. And I love, cause like you can see more of the detail and it's like, I feel like, every piece is like a slightly different texture as well. At least that's what it looks like. So like while it's all like generally the same shade of black, 
it plays a little bit different so you can see the distinctions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. And I thought Johnny Depp was really great in this. I, for some reason, because I've never seen this, I had this idea it was going to be like a very romantic movie and Johnny Depp was going to be like in serious Johnny Depp mode, which I, he's a serious actor, but there was a little bit of like lighthearted comedy to his approach, I would say, which I was excited about once I actually started watching oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I also... <laughs> So I, as I was watching this, I mean, I think the timelines are maybe a little bit off, but I was like, I feel like Ichabod would end up being the person investigating Sweeney Todd's yeah. string of murders. Because <laughs> yeah. both films had like a very similar vibe, mm-hmm. um, except for when it came to Katrina Von Tassel, played by a very young Christina Ricci. <laughs> right. So cute. I actually had to look it up yesterday. I think she's actually like 19 at this point, but she looks like, oh, a, really? She looks like a very young 19. <laughs> yeah i thought like maybe she was like 16 17 yeah (laughs) like that's like the age range i was thinking in my head but i'm like maybe that's just her age range in the movie uh probably honestly um but stunningly beautiful yes absolutely especially like i like this first look of hers that like the pink creamy like orange dress she's wearing at the party because mm-hmm. it's just the exact opposite of Ichabod completely. It's like the exact opposite of anything we've seen so far in the entire film. She just like appears like the radiant sun. And like, of course, Ichabod's like instantly struck by her because she's the only thing that seems like alive in this town at this point. Um, oh yeah. And yeah, it's just, it works so well. She's just glowing and, uh, I mean, talk about that costume, though. The detail on it, the construction. Yes. Very exquisite. And I love how Colleen through the costume made her a very romantic character. Because, mm-hmm. like, within the character herself, like, yes, like, at the beginning, she's going after, like, it looks like she's about to, like, get engaged to that one guy. Yeah. Um, before Ichabod shows up, but it's like, she, she's like a witchy witch. Like she's like out to do her own thing, but then through the costume, especially this blue velvet cape with the, I think they're painted on roses. Yeah. Like instantly becomes this like romantic heroine, like on her white horse. (laughs) That cape took my breath away when she shows up on the horse. That was, I've seen this costume, you know, in pictures before a hundred thousand times when she peered in it. I was like, like she was giving Arwen vibes when she came out of the woods. (laughs) Just glowing. And the detail of the roses on the cape is just so beautiful. It just stood out so well. Um, Oof. Yeah. That's a fire costume. It is. And also one of her last costumes, which is this like gray and blue number where when she passes out in the church. <laughs> she passed I out a lot. Like, <laughs> she did pass out a lot now that I'm thinking about it. Um, corsets, though, like there was not su- sufficient oxygen going to right. any anyone who wore corset. Their brains were not working 100%. I'm not. <laughs> when you put it that way, that makes sense. But yeah, anytime like something bad happens, she'd be like, <laughs> lay <Yeah>. down. <laughs> it's all the corsets fault. Um, she is a check. Check the how tightly that is. Uh, 
made in the back. Anyway, I love the detail on this one because it looks like it's maybe like a raw silk within this like beautiful pattern that when she does pass out that like overhead shot with mm -hmm. the way the skirt is like splayed out. It's so perfect. Yeah, the the sheen on it is so beautiful. And you could tell that there's like a texture to it. And I also, what I appreciate too, is that it's dirty. Um, you yeah. Know, because, you know, a lot of, sometimes we don't always pay attention to the things that make the costumes feel lived in, which I talked about a little bit earlier, that this felt very immersive. If you look at the bottom of a lot of the dresses, they're all covered in dirt as they're walking through this Quite yeah. dirty little town, uh, very muddy. And you could just really see like the movement of the dirt and the texture throughout the dress. It's just perfect. It really is. Another perfectly costumed character. We have Lady Van Tassel played by Miranda Richardson, <laughs> who was just <laughs> so flawless. I forgot how like late in the game, they reveal she's the murderer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly, at one point I was like, I was trying to figure out who could have been, you know, saying all this up. And I did think about her for a second, but I was like, no, I don't know. She hasn't really been in this as much. And you'd be surprised to know Elizabeth. You would think that this would be one of my favorite characters. I bet you were probably thinking that. But she was not this time. The evil okay. witch witch. <laughs> she wasn't on my top list. Uh, good to know. Good to know. Uh, but I do love Colleen puts her in a lot of this like black swirling like detail mm -hmm. work. And it's so beautiful, especially that dress she wears when she murders her sister. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So she she dressed up for the occasion. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then I would she expect especially you if you're going to murder me to dress up for the occasion as well. You know, so. oh, I'll dress up for the occasion. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Should that ever, you know. Should it ever be required? I'm like, oh, Elizabeth, you look really I'll make it classy. I'm like, you look really great today. And you're like, yeah. And anyways, here, drink this tea I brought for no apparent reason. <laughs> oh, we have to talk about that dress that she wore with the man. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's when they're in the woods and she finally reveals her evil plan with like the yes. black overlay, the maybe black like knit. crocheted netting. Oh, yeah. man. It is so beautiful and especially because like at first you're like is this like it almost just looks like something patterned but no it's a complete overlay over the whole thing mm -hmm. I and like the way it's very heavy yeah yeah <laughs> uh but the way it works with like the white underneath and then even just like the tiny bit of like like i think it's like sequin and lace detailing just at the top just like a little like a little drop of it. It's so perfect. And it's definitely her like, yes, today is the day of my triumph <laughs> dress. <laughs> today is D-Day. Uh, yeah, that I love that costume. I've never really seen anything like that before. I thought it was very interesting. And yeah. she just looked when I saw her and then now looking back at all the costumes, I don't know how it wasn't obvious that she was the murderous witch the entire time, you know, because all her costumes scream murderous witch, but it just doesn't come together until she comes out in this costume in particular. 
Because I feel like she's hardly in it till the last like half hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. No, she's, she's just, just like not. very short parts here and there. So, I mean, yeah. good, good job, Tim Burton. You really had me going there. I thought it was one of the million annoying men who lived in this village. <laughs> uh, no, shockingly not. Uh, <laughs> they do kind of get you thinking it might be the crone, though. Also played by Miranda Richardson, because... The, the witch and the crone are clearly twin sisters. Oh, I didn't even know that until now. I think, yeah. I'm like 99% sure they're twin sisters. They look like twins. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love their introduction into this when they're just like the kids in the wood that like make it so the headless horseman can't can't get away oh my gosh yeah they snapped a little stick i was kind of mad i was like you little how dare you <laughs> hey she knew he was up to no good yeah. she knew yeah uh but i i do love the crone's gown that she's just wearing in her tree hut oh yeah that was cool it's so beautiful and i love how it shines i love the shine on of it but i also love like how it looks like decay and like roots mm -hmm. almost like it looks like she's been obviously living in this dress for her probably ever and ever it just feels like she's growing into the environment and the nature of it all uh, if you look like just like at the lines in it it's very interesting it is very interesting also in this film there were like quite a few children Mm -hmm. And Colleen talked at length to Hello Giggles uh, about working with child actors, saying the child actors are wearing these clothes for long hours and modern everyday clothing is for children is very comfortable. So when you put kids in period clothing, they're not used to wearing leather shoes all day. They're not used to wearing pants made out of wool, even if it's lined. They're used to their comfort wear. And I always take that into consideration with them because they're children. Mm -hmm. When they're working during breaks, they go to school. So I design clothes they can change out of quickly. So they're not going to school in their costumes. Also for kids, you have a lot of multiples for them because during the course of the movie, they grow while they're shooting. Oh, man. <laughs> Which I was like, wow, you really like do your work. Because like, I wouldn't have thought like, okay, like this. I don't know how these girls are maybe like, what, five? I wouldn't mm -hmm. think like, okay, this shoot is like three to six months. Okay, yeah, they're going to grow like two inches. And like, I would not have thought of that. That like, oh, you have to account for the fact that they're still growing and like, no, they're not used to wearing these kind of clothes. Right. I love the, I love how she described that. Just like it, modern clothing is so much more different than period clothing. So especially if you're a kid, you're like, what, what is all of this? Yeah. Why is it taking so long to get in and out of this? It's also very not comfortable. I feel like even me, if I were to put on some period clothing, I'd be like, I miss oh, my yeah. sweatpants. You know, it's, a, it's <laughs> definitely a bit of a struggle. Um, I also imagine it was uh, a bit of a struggle for Christopher Walken to get in and out of his uh, horseman costume. <laughs> that was some 
that was an incredible costume. I loved looking at it's the detail so cool. of that. I just was so distracted by it being, I have to admit though, I was distracted by it being Christopher Walken. He's very yeah. scary looking in this, but the whole time I just, <laughs> I was hoping he was going to talk in his like Christopher Walken accent and I never got it. And that's probably for good no. reason. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like the horseman is not trying to talk. He like makes noises but he's not talking yeah it's always like <laughs> with yeah. the sharp teeth <laughs> i also i i love this especially because i'm like i don't think i've ever seen anything like quite like this before this movie mm-hmm. but since this movie i'm like i feel like i've seen things that have probably been inspired by this yeah because like i even think of like the dracula untold Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Which I'm like, I almost feel like that armor is a mix of this and the Bram Stoker Dracula armor. That's funny. That's what I was kind of thinking, too, because it almost looks like there's a dragon on the front of the armor. I I can't really tell what it is, but something with teeth. (laughs) So I think (laughs) of a dragon, which, you know, is very closely associated with Dracula. But there's also like little hints of red in it, too. Yeah. But there's so many different textiles and patterns happening in a horseman's armor. Just looking at uh, the sleeves or the cape, there's like a... There's one textile, there's another in a chest, but then the collar. It's, yeah. There's a lot happening and it works. So I would love to see this costume in person. I bet you it's so interesting to look at. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. Another costume I would honestly love to see in person is Lady Crane's blue dress uh, played by Lisa Marie. It This is so gorgeous. And like the way it was filmed Makes it look so much darker than it actually is. <laughs> it's a beautiful dress. That neckline was just like, it could not be any more perfect. It hit exactly where it needed to be. Uh, Lisa Marie looks so beautiful. This is this would be the oh, second yeah. time Colleen worked with Lisa Marie because Lisa Marie was in Mars Attack. She plays the Martian girl that Colleen worked with. Um, another favorite iconic costume of mine. So... When I looked at the cast list and saw Lisa Marie, I was like jumping up and down, like waiting for her <laughs> moment. Uh, not a great role. This was very spooky. <laughs> it was very sad oh, watching yeah. her scenes. And I I was reading some like analysis of like her dress and it's like, yeah, like she's this like witchy woman of like the earth. But of course, because it was a terrible time, I'm sure she was forced to marry <laughs> the local priest so it's very like bound up tight like and very simple because it was like oh can't be too flashy as like the pastor's wife i'm sure (laughs) um but it's very telling of her character especially because you know we don't get to see her that much and i love the embroidered detail at the bottom Mm, like that's the most beautiful part to me Right. Yeah. It's I've I missed it the first time, but looking at these detail shots, yeah, there is like some great embroidery to it. Um, yeah, we didn't really get as much time with this costume as I would have liked, but when you do see it, it really it really packs a punch. Oh yeah. And another dress we get to see for even <laughs> the smallest amount of time ever, but I think probably every single person knows about (laughs) is (laughs) Katrina's 
final dress when she goes to New York with Ichabod. Oh, yeah. The black and white striped dress. I was waiting and waiting for this dress. I've never even right. seen it before. <laughs> I love it because it's very much like... Like I mentioned earlier, it's the movie's very subtle in a way that they use the costumes. But then when there's the moments for the costume, they really take advantage of it. This one to me just like was the final costume punch. And it just also was very Colleen Atwood, Tim Burton with like we have the black and white stripe, which is like a calling card for Tim Burton. Um, it's like Katrina kind of like starting to explore, but now she's gained into a little bit of like she's becoming... I don't know if they're married at this point, but her and Ichabod are together. So she kind of puts aside her colors going into the gothiness of it. I love it. Yeah. It's so cool. And I think it's especially like, ooh, I'm going to the big modern city. Like, let me let me dress the part. Right. She's going to New York, right? So she's like, you know, getting ready for New York Fashion Week in 1800. And <laughs> <laughs> it just looks so cool. I love this costume. It was worth the wait. It absolutely was. And it's the perfect costume to end both the movie and our episode on. <laughs> it was so fun. I'm so glad I finally got to see it. Can I just say how cool it was? I mean, I thought the cast was phenomenal. There was oh, yeah. so many great actors, one after the other. The fact that we had Emperor Palpatine, Saruman, <laughs> and albus dumbledore in the same movie together was pretty wild to me it was like <laughs> i couldn't get over it i was shocked when i watched this and mr dursley showed up i was like sir you don't believe in magic <laughs> <laughs> just like every single character was some sort of established actor which was incredible oh, yeah and even like even the kid actor who plays um young Maspeth. This was his first film, but he's gone on to do so, so much. much. Yeah. So much. Oh, I love this movie. I'm so glad we finally got to watch it, Elizabeth. I'm glad that we talked about this a year ago and just held on to it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Spencer, are you ready to play our favorite game? I am. I have been trying to figure out what your one costume rule of them all is. And I just, I feel like there's so many options. So I don't really know. I'm ready. The one costume to rule them all. Spencer, what's your one costume to rule them all? I struggled for the majority of the film. I didn't know what it would be until the very last 15 seconds when Katrina <laughs> appears in that black and white striped costume. <laughs> I immediately scratched all my options off the piece of paper and was like, yep, that's the one. <laughs> that's my one costume rule to them all. It's so easy. It just It just feels like a direct line between Colleen Atwood and Tim Burton. It's just very... I mean, the construction of it is very beautiful. There's so much detail to it. There's mm -hmm. a lot of like great trims on it. But I just can't get over the stripe. It just feels so cool and like almost like a little out of place for the period a little bit. It's a little too mm -hmm. fun, which is why I love it because it's like the like the grand finale dress where Colleen Atwood and Tim Burn just were like, do you know what? Let's just give them the old razzle dazzle and send them to the credits with this yeah. last piece. <laughs> um Spencer, I gotta say, like, I could not agree more. Really? It's my one costume to rule them all. Oh, man. <laughs> I honestly didn't see that coming. It's like, it's the costume, at least I think of when I think of this film. 
And I think it's the costume a lot of people think of not only for Sleepy Hollow, but for Tim Burton in general. Mm, mm -hmm. Because it's definitely it's definitely like the black and white stripe. That's like iconic for him from Beetlejuice to, you know, to Wednesday, like stripes particularly black and white though it's not always that Mm -hmm. they feature prominently and it's shocking in how many different ways they can be used yeah well i love that they keep taking creative approaches on the stripe though they never just stick with this you know the straight up black and white stripe um like you know when i talked to colleen how she even talked about this she said uh Something like, you know, we've done the stripe before. So in Wednesday, they kind of like faded out the stripe and they made it like black and gray and they painted it on the fabric. So it kind of had a fade to it. So, you know, I love that. And the stripes just make me happy. Um, Elizabeth, that was a good one costume rule them all, especially because we agreed on the same one. So I agree with you. But if you all don't agree, I, I mean, for example, Honorary mention was probably the cape with the roses on it. And that's probably some people's favorite. If you want to let us know what your one costume rule of them all is, make sure you leave us a voicemail at 626-515-1826. We love to hear from you. We don't answer the phone because it's not a real phone. So you could just leave us voicemails or you could email us at theartofcostume at gmail.com and send us your thoughts and we'll like to read them or play them on the podcast. Yeah. And Spencer. What do we have in store for next week? Oh, man, I, I'm very excited. We already told some people about it. I even <laughs> told the crowd at Comic-Con. I've been very excited for this costume because it has been about probably a year and a half in the making. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. We are returning to our favorite place, Crimson Peak. Yes. Uh, But this time we're not going alone. We are finally sitting down with our good friend, costume designer, Kate Hawley, to talk about her experience. And I am just so excited for you all to hear this conversation. I I am so excited. This was such a dream come true for (laughs) me and Spencer. (laughs) And like that, that episode still one of my favorite that we've ever done the original and then to have her come on and be able to tell us so much more was just such a treat. Yeah. Such a treat. I was so excited. We we've been working out for a while because we were originally going to have her on last spooky season. I think mm-hmm. our last Halloween episode. <laughs> and I mean, she's like a full-time legendary costume designer. So she was working on this film and this film and that show and that show. So uh, you know, like Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power and stuff like that. Just like just, small just little projects. Little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got her and you're all going to love yeah. it. Uh, this is coming out on Halloween, by the way. So uh, yes. I'm so excited for you. It's going to be the best Halloween ever. Yes. I'm so excited. And in the meantime, while you're patiently waiting for our conversation, you can... Uh, Check us out on Instagram at the Art of Costume Pod, on TikTok at the Art of Costume. If you want a little Art of Costume podcast merch, you can hit up the com slash pod store. And if you liked what you heard, you can leave us a five-star text review on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate it because it really does help us. It really, really does. I can't stress <laughs> that enough. Um, thank you all so much for listening. And... I'm so excited to talk to you all again on Halloween. Get your costumes ready. Elizabeth, do you have a costume? 
We talk about this every year. For some reason, we haven't talked about our costumes. That's because, like, I'm I I I don't have any like plans for Halloween this year. Shockingly, yeah, me too. <laughs> like, it's it's been a bit of a year. Yeah, it's been a bit of a year, and I uh, I don't have anything planned. Oh, but I did. If anything comes up, I think I know what I'm gonna do because. Mm-hmm. She's just pulling out fabric. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Should have saw this coming. She has a I am I, a Kenneth sweatshirt. So <laughs> I am Kenneth. Um, so I was like, you know what? That a blonde wig. I'm good to go. Elizabeth's getting into Barbie season, <laughs> which is all year <laughs> this year. <laughs> um, the way of Barbie is a life, Spencer. No, I know. I get which speaking of, we have something to talk about regarding Barbie. But for all of you, enjoy your week. We will see you on Halloween. Enjoy. Enjoy, everybody. The Art of Costume Blogcast is hosted and produced by Elizabeth Joy Glass and Spencer Williams. Our audio engineering and editing is done by Dan White. Follow us on Instagram at The Art of Costume Pod or visit theartofcostumeblogcast.com for all blogcast updates. If you want to support the show, go to theartofcostume.com slash podstore. For more costume reviews, deep dives, and interviews, head over to theartofcostume.com, a blog dedicated to highlighting the best in costume design. Welcome to the Art of Costume Blogcast. I'm Elizabeth Joy Glass. And I am Spencer Van Tassel. Wait. Yeah. Spencer. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I'll do that again. <laughs> you can do that one more time. I got confused about my own name. <laughs> okay. I'm still drinking coffee. I said the wrong name. I said blogcast. Oops. Oh, man. (laughs) All right. One more time.